You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back for the third time to record this podcast. Uh, This is another food-related podcast. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I deleted the first one somehow by accident, and we're now back. So we are back at Scotty's Deli with Eric, who's been very patient. Thank you so much. Um, And Logan as well, obviously, is the resident uh, food blogging expert, food guy Fieri of Oklahoma City. Um, That's the goal anyways. Yeah. Didn't he like comment on one of your posts recently? He did. He liked like two of my comments and it's, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. You it's went a huge nuts. Deal. Uh, but no, uh, thanks, for, you know, thanks for coming again. <laughs> and, and Eric, thanks for taking the time out to, uh, to record this podcast. But um, I guess, you know, we all know the story now because we've done this once already. Uh, but for the listeners, let's, let's talk about, you know, what, for, for somebody who's listening that's never been here before, what is Scotty's Deli? So Scotty's Deli is, uh, it's a take on the classic uh, American deli. Um, You know, we've all heard of Jewish delis and uh, German delis, Italian delis. Uh, Well, we're here in the kind of middle of the country, and so I thought it'd be real nice to kind of combine them all into one and call it an American deli. Um, So what we're doing is basically everything from scratch. Um, You you know, we're, we're making our own breads branding our meats, uh, smoking them in-house, uh, make the dressings. I mean, we, we do as much as we possibly can in-house. And the bread as well is legendary, right? Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Logan, you can speak to that. Oh, yeah. No, the bread's great. And uh, don't you actually ship out some of that bread to certain restaurants around town? We do. We do. Uh, we, uh, we we sell some of our bread to Ludovine, um, which is a uh, real big uh, kind of restaurant in town. We... we we, Background we, noise. Uh, we, if you can hear that, that's the blender. Yeah. Uh, we're making our dressings right now. Uh, <laughs> so um, we also uh, make a loaf for Picasso um, that they put some on some of their sandwiches, and then um, also Elemental. Okay. Nice. Yeah, definitely. So if you've eaten around town, you probably would have had some of the stuff that comes out of this amazing restaurant. Um, what, what what got you into the whole deli scene? Like it's. You know, right. it's something that's not. Yeah, you know, by by uh, by training, I'm a, I'm a geologist. Um, you know, I have a master's in geology. I, I spent 12 years uh, finding oil, and uh, you know, we had a recent oil downturn. I, I was brought out here uh, by Devin um, after spending a couple years with Exxon Mobil and a couple years with another company called Oxy. Um, and then the oil downturn, I found myself looking for a second career. Uh, you know, everywhere I've ever lived, you know, I, I've lived in Northern California, Houston, um, Vegas, um, now Oklahoma City. You know, I've, I've traveled around a lot. Um, every time I've gone somewhere, there's always been just like a signature sandwich. There's always been a great sandwich spot. And, and you know, nothing against the, some of the sandwiches that are here. I just didn't find them all that spectacular. Um, at least they weren't what I thought was a great sandwich. Um, and, and so... When I found myself looking around what I was going to do for the second half of my life, I, I kind of was like, you know what? This this town, it's, it's ready for a real deli. Um, you know, you've got this resurging um, or emergent food scene. 
Um, and every thriving city I've ever been in always has a classic deli or three. And, and so um, I, I thought Oklahoma was ready for one, and so I did it. Yeah, dove straight in. And do you kind of just take, and from your travels, take everything that you loved and just make it into what you wanted to have? A little bit, a little bit. Um, you, you know, um, part of my adult life, I've, I've found a, a real passion for, for cooking. Um, so the from scratch part is is more, you know, just I, I think the food just tastes so much better when it's made from uh-huh. scratch. Um, you, you know, a lot of these delis that I went to when I was growing up or just traveling around, um, you know, you know, some of them still do their own stuff, but most of them are, you know, kind of, you know, shipping it out. Um, they, they may use their own recipe, but, you know, somewhere big is kind of making those recipes for them. They may get, you know, they don't make their own bread, but they may get it from the bakery down the street, you know, stuff like that. Um, so they're still really great. Um, so on our menu, you know, we have the traditionals, the Reuben, you know, the pastrami. But then there's things like the pig on the wing, for instance. That just came from um, my travels. I had a sandwich like that, uh, similar to it, um, in Santa Barbara when I was on a geology field trip. It stuck with me. It was a great sandwich. You know, our uh, our garlic our, our garlic tomato soup, for instance. Um, I worked at a Basque restaurant when I was growing up. And um, one of my favorite things, and I still and I still go there every time I visit home. Uh, and one of my favorite things on their menu is a garlic tomato soup. It's, you know, uh, we get a lot of confusion. A lot of people will say that's not a tom- that's not a tomato bisque. Uh, you're right, it's not a tomato bisque. It's a Basque garlic soup with some tomato. Um, you know, Basque being a region between Spain and France. Um, they really like their garlic. So it's a garlic soup that we added some tomatoes just to kind of mellow it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, the menu is, is influenced uh, from our travels. Um, I'd say the biggest one is probably the Big John. Um, you know, when I was growing up, my grandma had a sandwich shop called Big John's in Northern California. And it was more akin to a, um, you know, like a Jersey Mike's. Um, uh, you, you know, just subs. Um, you know, they, they weren't doing any of their own cooking, just slicing stuff up, putting it on. Nice quality, good sandwich. Um, so the Big John is uh, named after my, it was named after my grandfather that started it with my grandma. And so the, their Italian cold cut sandwich was called the Big John. So that's one of our most popular sandwiches. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a little bit of me and a little bit of the travels and a little bit of just your classic uh, deli sandwiches. Yeah. Logan, what's your favorites? I know you have some. Well, I'm trying to think. Most recently, I think I finally tried the APC, which is great. Um, That's my favorite right now. But my favorite for sure, and I think it's going to come out here in a couple of weeks, is the, <laughs> uh, is the Thanksgiving sandwich. What's that one called again? Early bird. Early bird. So I, I love all things Thanksgiving food, and uh, a lot of people attempt to make Thanksgiving sandwiches or, or different you know, concoctions with Thanksgiving food, and they're not all created equal. Some are definitely better than others, and the Thanksgiving sandwich at Scotty's nails it. Yeah. Well, thanks. You know, that is, um, I, I would say that's, it's, you're tasting the love of that uh, home smoked turkey, and, uh, and we make a pretty mean uh, gravy. No, I agree. I agree. If you mess up any part of a Thanksgiving sandwich, it just doesn't work. I mean, the gravy, the mashed potatoes, the turkey, I mean, it all has to be just so. Yeah, there is an art to putting it all together. There is. In one bite. But, uh, you know, you you mentioned that uh, your grandmother had, you know, uh, had a shop um, called Big John's. So that is where this all comes from, I assume, right? Right, right. So, um 
you know, I, I, some of my earliest memories as a kid was going to, and it's funny you just said the shop because that's what she called it. Like we're yeah. going to the shop, so we'd go down to the shop, and um, uh, you know, when I was there visiting for summer breaks or you know holidays or whatever, and uh, I always remember getting a, ba- a, a you know a beef dip, but. Um, it's it's funny because the name Scotty's actually is kind of derived from there, right? Uh, I wanted to name it Big John's just to kind of keep the family tradition alive, uh, but with other chains out there with um, names like John and Mike in the in the in the titles, uh-huh. I kind of decided that might not be the best idea. Um, but I wanted to keep that family connection, um, so I was thinking about it. And, and what I remember most about my grandma besides going to the shop with her was um, she was always really proud of her Scottish heritage. So, um, so much so that my parents actually, my middle, my middle name is Scott. So uh, that's where Scotty's comes from. It's a, it's a little of my middle name and a little of my grandma's Scottish heritage. So Scotty's. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's a dead giveaway. If someone comes in asking for Scotty, you know you haven't met them. <laughs> and if they come in asking for Scotty, I have uh, no idea who they are. I usually just hide in the office. It's like me. the ultimate sales, isn't it? It's like someone's going to come in trying to sell you something. Is Scotty here? No. No, no he's not. They, they call on the phone. Hey, I'm friends with Scotty. How yeah. are you? Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Tell him I said hi. <laughs> I know the owner, Scotty. You better be nice to me. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I'll, I'll be interested to see how often you do get that because it would, uh, I would have so much fun with those phone calls. Just the sarcastic part of me, just like, you know what? Yeah, come meet me. It's, uh, let's go to coffee somewhere and just send them completely aside. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh, that's fantastic. Why you did I think that a year ago? Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. Yeah. Um, so you've been open for a little over two years, right? A little over two years now. And, I mean, you picked 23rd Street, picked an excellent location right next to the Tower Theater. I mean, couldn't have done much better than that but why 23rd street when you could have picked you know midtown or anywhere else right so when, when i was first looking around um i mean you you, you actually kind of gave away the answer there it, it's all about the tower <laughs> theater um you, you know when i was thinking about delhi again we go back to the travels every big city has one oklahoma city um you know used to be a big city kind of retracted going back into the big city again um and so when the owners of this building, um, they put in over, if I, if I remember right, two, three million dollars into the Tower Theater. Huge project, right? And instantly in my mind when I drove by was, well, that's a fantastic location because, you know, instantly I think big city, you know, you think New York, Tower, Broadway. What What is New York famous for? You know, delis, of course, right? So this deli next to a, a brand new theater, music venue, movies, all these events that are coming to um, the Tower Theater, it just seemed like a natural marriage to me. So I, it's, uh, I made a big point to um, kind of reach out to the owners of the building and, and uh, get this location. Um, you know, plus you've got, you know, uh, a bunch of things kind of coming into the area. You had the pump just opening. Um, you had Cheevers down the street, but it, it's kind of a it's a growing area. Yeah, definitely for food, right? Like this this street for food is is really really. Drake, Honey Bunny, Tucker's. Um, I would say that Twenty Third Street has the hi- tacos has the highest concentration of just different kinds of food. Yeah. I mean, you, you can just you can find just about anything on 23rd Street. And there's a Cajun restaurant opening up soon, right? I, I think it just opened. Yeah, it just, just, opened, yeah, yeah, okay. just opened the other day, Cajun Corner. Yeah. It's a place to be. Yeah, there's a Thai place, distance. a pizza place, multiple pizza places. Indian. Yeah, you can get everything. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So... Do you eat, like, you know, you said your favorite is the AP, whatever you just said, APC, ABC yeah. right now. 
do you eat a lot of your own food? Does, is, that, is that a weird question to ask? Yeah, I mean, the answer is yes. I, I try not to, you know, like, I, but I snack all day, right? Right. Um, I don't eat, say, a full sandwich, but I will make, you know, uh, a little three or four inch sandwich or, you know, eat a bag of chips or, <laughs> you, yeah. you know, yeah. eat a little concoction, you know, make a little BLT. I snack a lot. Yeah. Well, you, I, you know, when you guys go on date night and stuff, obviously you go to other places, right? Right, right. Is there any kind of favorites that stand out to you? Man, I, I tell you what, Abel's. Um, I love me some Abel's. Uh, Jenny and I go there at least once or twice a week. Um, if you haven't been, it's 50th and MacArthur. And, um, you know, I'd say most people have heard of it by now. Uh it's just you know true authentic Mexican food. It's it's not taco truck stuff. It's more like you know um, uh, you know Mexican restaurant. But uh, there and another one that's really growing on us rapidly has been Azteca. Okay. Which is uh, North May at the at the freeway there, uh, forty four and, and North May, um, across from uh, Sam's, and they they have a fantastic carne asada. Yeah, Gusto or yeah. Um, I love Gusto. Yeah, yeah. Gu- Gusto and um, and uh, Saucy Sicilian, you know, for for our pizzas. That's another good one. Um, uh, Szechuan Bistro, hard to beat Szechuan Bistro for Chinese. Logan loves Szechuan Bistro. I, 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 <laughs> I do, and, and, and Mike's office is very close to it's it. It's very I'm close. Pretty yeah. jealous, actually. Yeah, I should it, go it's, it's a little bit of a drive, but. Um, I think it's the best Chinese food, with the second close being Chow's. Where's that? Uh, that is also that's a thirtieth and May. Okay. Thirtieth uh, and North May. Um, they used to be bring your own booze, um, but somebody told on them, so they got in trouble. Yeah. Um, so Dying they, breed. they now sell some, but uh, which they probably let you do a corking fee, I bet. Yeah, um, I'm sure they would. But they're, they're kind of known for, I mean, you go in there and you might be one of two tables of white people. It's it's almost all large Chinese families. They got the like the lazy Susan round tables and they'll, they'll come in and they'll order 20 things. And, you know, it's just amazing. You know you're in the right place. Yeah, that's always a really good sign. Yeah. I always get that feeling when I go to, um, oh, it's the curry place of May. The, the, oh, the curry place off the Yes. I always get that feeling when I go yeah. there. I'm yeah. like, I'm in the right place. These guys know exactly how to do their own food. It's, it just feels like they're cooking their home meal and then serving it to you. It's the best thing ever. I need to go back soon before I start another fitness challenge. I know that. <laughs> um, so, obviously, Scottish heritage gives you the name and, you know, like travels, and you bring a lot of that into food and, and you make everything in house. Um, do you have your outside of the APC that is currently one of your favorites? Is there one that like, if you could only sell one sandwich for the rest of Scotty's, you know, this business's life, is there one that you would just, that would be it? Yeah. I mean, New York, New York is probably the best seller. Um, and, uh, and I say probably, I mean, definitely, um, by far. Uh, so it's, it's basically a Reuben with pastrami and corned beef on it. So um, it's it's a nicely golden brown toasted rye bread uh, with a Russian dressing. We, we don't use a Thousand Island like a lot of places. We actually make a Russian, so it's got a little bit of a spice. Um, so we put that in the, the corned beef and the pastrami. So the difference between corned beef and pastrami, we brine them together, um, but then we braise off the, the corned beef. 
um, and trim off all the fat. And then and we're using brisket for all of it. And then the pastrami, we're taking the, the fatty end of it um, out of the brine. We rub it in a pepper coriander uh, special blend that we have, uh, and then we smoke it uh, for you know eight to ten hours. Um, and so you've got the salty, the peppery, um, the coriander kind of richness, warmth, and then we do a little bit of sauerkraut on there uh, with uh, with the uh, Swiss cheese. So you've kind of hitting all the flavor profiles, right? You've got the salty. Um, little bit of the, the sweetness um, in, in the in the sauerkraut and a lot of the salty um, I mean it's 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 a fan favorite um, I, I'm also really in love with the meatball um, it's it's one of the best meatballs I've had in my life one of my first chefs put that together the recipe for that and um, it's it's amazing and then I'd say um, the other one is probably the Cuban um, our, our second chef, uh, he, he was from Florida, so he made a real big point um, to kind of rework the Cuban. So, um, you know, we, we already had the ham. We, we had the recipe right for the ham. We smoke it. But he came in and, and took the pork butt and uh, marinated it in a bunch of in a mojo marinade, um, a lot of citrus, garlic, onions. Um, and then we make our own mustard and pickles, and he brought the recipe for those too. So um, it's just... And outstanding sandwiches. We were actually on TV on um, on uh, Cheap Eats for that sandwich. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as Ali pointed out, he was like, oh, well, you know, $9 sandwich, you guys aren't the cheapest, but w- but the value is coming from all the work you put into it. You know, you, you marinate the ham, you smoke the ham, you marinate the pork, you make your own bread, you make the mustard, you make the pickles. The value is coming from, yeah. the, from all the, the labor. And just kind of hearing you talk about that, it's clearly this isn't work for you. This is pure passion. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it becomes work on some days, but uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I, I love everything that we've done. Um, I, I love what we bring to people. Um, you, you know, uh, it brings up something like, probably shouldn't bring it up, but like Yelp or Google reviews, right? Um I notice a lot of restaurants, they get a bad review. They don't, you know, they comment or, oh, we're sorry, you know, just platitude. We're sorry, um, you know, we'll do better next time. I mean, they don't say a whole lot. Where, well, actually, every time I get one, I go in, I try to figure <laughs> out, hey, what went wrong? Where where can we fix this? I talk to my team about them. Hey, let's try not to let this happen again. Um, you know, that said, I, it's hard not to take them personally sometimes. Um, and, and, and that comes through and sometimes people are just they're just mean right like oh that was a great sandwich three stars what, what was wrong with it like, but, but, it wasn't a five star sandwich yeah yeah no um, I, I think uh, I think my biggest thing is though is if there is something wrong um, you know this is for all the viewers out there that instantly go to Yelp to complain or Google or whatever Bring it to the business, the owner, the manager, bring it to, let them try to fix it first. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is yeah. if they don't want to fix it, blast them, you know, go get them. But if they can, if you can, if you notice something's wrong or not quite right, give, give them a chance to fix it. I think most people want to put out a good product. So, um, you know, a, a one bad day or a one bad sandwich can, you know, can ruin somebody's day or, you know, make a good place not look as great. So, you know, I think a, a lot of people, I'd, That'd be my message on that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Even the best restaurants have bad days, and I've been to some of the best restaurants and had really mediocre experiences. 
Um, so it happens. You know, you just have to you have to be understanding and you have to kind of put in a little bit of effort. Yeah, give give them a chance to fix it. Would be my you know if they don't want to fix it, I think it's fair game, hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, I used to be a former Yelp elite, so I, I know what I talk about. So um, I, I actually understand the whole Yelp thing, and I get it. And I, I don't, I don't dislike it like a lot of restaurant tours right. do. It's just, I, I think my only frustration with it is, is hey, give people a chance to fix the mistake before you blast them for their mistake. Yeah. Well, there's so many that are on the list or top 100 that like are right way down the list, and they they're top tens. You know, like if you've been there, they're like, this place is amazing. Why is it like a 95, right? Yeah. Logan's a big Yelp fan. I, <laughs> I, I don't do a whole lot of Yelp, actually. It's I a, got it. I got it the other day just so I could get in line early. That's the only reason I, I downloaded it. I do use it for that. Yeah. yeah. If I ever want to go to Cafe Cacao, I, yes. you have to use it. Yeah, that mm. was the only that and Hatch were the only reason to go to brunch. Yeah. was like I I can leave my house. Basically, all, all basically use it for any of the popular brunch places. Yeah, and based, I mean that's you have to. Otherwise, you're waiting two three hours. I mean, right. Um, when we recorded this last time, Logan came up with a great question, and it was to talk about the awards that you guys have, the accolades, right. and just the stuff because I think we touched on it briefly, but there was a lot more to it and I'd like to explore that a bit more because yeah, um, you guys also make a really good chili right I, well I thought so but we didn't place this <laughs> year so I mean uh, it's a little bit of a sore subject uh, <laughs> no, the, the chili cook off was uh, we, we won it in 2018 it was put on by VI Marketing um, it's the Carne Cup um, I don't know 15, 20 restaurants participate so we won it in 2018 um, and then it was literally just last Friday, and we didn't place. Um, same chili. Same chili. Oh, wow. uh, different judges. Those freaking Yelp that. review people. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly who it is. Yeah, you know, this is this is what I. I it's it's a little hard with local competitions because you don't know who the judges are or what they're looking for, right? You That's know, fair. A lot of big uh, competitions. There's kind of a set criteria where you know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know it's hard. I I, uh, I believe a chili should have a little spice, and I think that's ultimately what cost us is it had a little spice to it. People have different palates, you know. Some people don't like that. You know? some, yeah, some people yeah. don't have palates. Well, I tasted the winning three dishes. They were all great. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying anything negative against them, but there was no heat to them at all. Gotcha. And I, I I personally believe there has to be a little heat to it. Fair. And I think some of the judges may not have appreciated that. Yeah. So. What is some of the ones that like stand out to you personally that like you're like this is a good day, like we've won this award like. Um, you know, okay, so that was a pretty cool one. That was that was one of the first awards we've won. But I, I think the one that really stands out to me was the cookies and cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I believe, in August, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, we actually won two awards on that day. Um, so we won the best savory bite from the judges. Um, so then, you know, I think there was tw- 30 restaurants, 28 restaurants. Yeah, yeah 20, right? 28 there about. Yeah. Um, I think in previous years, it, all, it was won by Vast almost every single year. Um, and, and so they didn't participate this year. I was, I was a little upset because I wanted to beat them yeah. uh, on, <laughs> on equal ground. But uh, we, we did a duck pastrami, so it's something that we serve year-round. Um, we, we brine our duck, and what we did is we just took a, we made a, instead of using our regular rye bread, we, we made a baguette out of it. 
and so it would be just a single bite. Um, so it was basically our rye bread with a little coleslaw, a little Russian dressing, um, and the, the duck pastrami with some pickled mustard seed on top. So we were going and we hit all five of the favor, flavor profiles um, in a single bite. And, um, you, you know, the judges, I mean, it was a really, I would say, star-studded oh, yeah. uh, 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 for local chefs. Um, uh, star-studded uh, uh, panel. Yeah. I mean, Russ Johnson, Shelby Sieg. I mean, there is some um, uh, Dave Cathy. Uh, I mean, there were some pretty big names on that panel. So uh, I was pretty proud of that. And then we also did a cocktail, which, I mean, we have a full liquor license. We have a, a, <clears throat> over 50 beers. Well, we may be a little low at the moment, but we'll be back, uh, you know, <laughs> to 50 beers this week. Um we, we did a cocktail called the Ghost of Mary. Uh, so I smoked a bunch of tomatoes. Uh, the Smoky Ghost of Mary. No, I, I lie. We called it Smoke on the Water. Mm. That's, how That's what it was. It was yeah, Smoke yeah. on the Water. Um, but it was a play off of the Ghost of Mary, okay. which is a tomato water Bloody Mary. So what we did is we smoked the tomatoes in-house um, and some other vegetables. Uh, you know, ran it through cheesecloth a bunch of times to get it clear. Um, and then, so basically we made a smoked Bloody Mary that was clear. Okay. Um, so, and that was pretty cool with knowing that there was, I don't know, 15 or 20 different bars uh, also up in the competition. Um, I, I, but to be fair, I think what set us apart was we actually did a savory drink, and I believe everybody else probably did a sweet drink. Yeah. So, um, and, and I guess if we're going to talk about cookies and cocktails, I should say we used... The uh, lemon cookie in the cocktail, um, to kind of, because you know Bloody Marys has that citrus hint. So we actually scraped off the powder that gave you that lemon flavor and put that in the cocktail. And then we were using um, the toffee, um, and we used it in the duck rub. Um, so it it, it was yeah. in there. And that Logan had a huge part in putting that event on. That was a lot of work to do yeah and I it was basically such a recruited all the event. restaurants and yeah. got some of the judges and I was I was heavily involved in that one yeah, and so. I was really happy with how it turned out yeah, yeah. and I think on top of that yeah I mean, and, and I'll say you know uh, I don't know if it was Logan or not but since he's sitting here we'll say it was all Logan it was, <laughs> I'd been part of it the previous two years and it was um, it was by far Average. the best one I had attended <laughs> I'll take yeah. all the credit for that yeah it's, the venue was the um, oh, venue's awesome yeah. yeah it was better than the previous venues that were hot and cramped mm-hmm. um, and I think uh, and I think we asked in August we also won best sandwich in Oklahoma City in the 405 magazine mm-hmm. Um, and so six, a uh, few months back, we got best lunch in Oklahoma City. So, um, yeah, you know, it's, we don't win the Gazette. Uh, that, that goes um, to uh, the Mule usually. And, you know, they're another fantastic sandwich. So yeah. can't complain about that. So um, just to be mentioned with them is, is pretty honored, uh, pretty big honor. So. Yeah. And you, you mentioned, like, so you won an award for a cocktail. So not only do you, like have a passion for making food like cocktails is a big passion as well yeah absolutely um just all, all things food and drink right it's just crafting things mm-hmm. from raw ingredients um it's just it's just fun and i think uh um and i, and I think that passion th- shows through um we also do pop-up events every once in a while um yeah, Clockwork Pour. Okay. They've, they've come in and done a few pop-ups with us. Um, and those are always fun events. Like, they'll, they'll match cocktails. We'll match food to them. And 
Um, we collaborate on stuff. So um, is, is that kind of the events that kind of just keep the creative juices flowing and not just have like the set menu that you do and, and yeah, because I'm sure it gets like a bit boring sometimes. You're like, we're always making the same stuff. What do I like the sandwich that Logan loves so much? You know, for, for Christmas, like this. I'm sure there's stuff like that throughout the year that you really look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Just just uh, we we. Whenever it usually comes from Jenny and I sitting down and we will just be talking about stuff or happen to see something and be like, Ooh, what if we make a sandwich like this? And, um, just bringing out specials, you know, for instance, she's, she's a vegetarian. Um, so we now have the beyond meat, uh, meatball sub and it's pretty outstanding. It's a vegan sandwich. Uh, we can get it vegan with vegan cheese. You know, one of her favorite sandwiches is the, the portobello Reuben. Um, she's, you know, again, vegetarian. So, the, the portobello Reuben is, um, I mean, I, I could eat that without blinking an eye. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, just creating new things. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything that, like, you guys have created that you thought would be a smash hit and really sucked? <laughs> Yeah, I guess there was one about a year ago, the pot roast sandwich. Okay. Um, oh, that's what we were doing. Yeah, we were doing Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I guess most of the Game of Thrones uh, uh, themed sandwiches, none of them did too well. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was just the names or what, you know. Yeah. But oh, of course. We, we like you've got, it's trial and error, right? You have to push the boundaries and try new things. And yeah. There's going to be some that just you just never want to see the light of day <laughs> yeah well, what was it the the last i think it, i think we did a different one the last seven weeks of the final season you know one okay. every week and hmm. they just never really took off as much as we hope i think the best one was the or the most popular one is probably the egg salad sandwich okay so you know that, that should tell you if that's the most popular of seven something yeah <laughs> good <laughs> but it was fun it was fun um i think another one of my favorites that i i, I may want to bring back before too much longer is uh it was we smoked some ribs and we smoked them fall off the bone style so basically it was just a rack of ribs that we pulled the bone out and threw them on a sandwich oh, sounds with barbecue so sauce good. pickles and, and onions it's like, it's like a McRib only like not real, disgusting but real like yeah. but real <laughs> but real yeah <laughs> speaking of speaking of which the McRib is back right now in yeah. case you didn't know and you, and you need to get down there and have one yeah. I've already had two okay yeah. alright well <laughs> Try it with uh, try it with nuggets. Uh, What's Jason the Yelp Campbell reviews style. like on that? <laughs> on I, the McRib. I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. No. <laughs> try it. Try it with um, with uh, chicken nuggets on it. I mean, chicken nuggets make everything better, so True. they're not. You know. You can, that was a uh, Jason Campbell, the former head chef of Marietti's. Mm. Uh, he he likes to to put that one out there, and that's. Uh, I may have stole that one from him, like I stole a couple chefs from him before. And and you have and you mentioned like you've had one or two chefs that, that kinda of, they seem to come here and then they get stolen from you too, right? Um yes and no. Um one just didn't work out, right? Yeah. Um, it happens. Uh, I, I'm not gonna go into details. The second one, uh very talented, um, had a better opportunity right. at, a, at a big place based, um, he also came from there and so he came, did some work for us and then, and then went back for a, a much, for a big raise. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you, you know, it's hard just being a deli We're we're not, uh, we don't have hundred dollar plates or $50 plates. So, you know, it's, it's hard to 
keep really talented people and give them what they're worth yeah. at all times. So. Which is a good thing, a good and a bad thing, right? Because you know that you have the standard and you know that you, you produce everything that, that they're learning to go on to do bigger, Absolutely. And that's And that's how I feel about it. That's, that's what I tell people. I say, look, I, I may not be able to pay you the most. Um, you know, we're not a four-star restaurant. But what, what, what I will do is I'll teach you and you will learn things and you will be able to go to bigger and better restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I've had quite a few actually, you know, do that. Not you know, you know, good for them. Um, you know, yeah. they've, they've trained everybody. They come in behind them. It's 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 a nice little uh, system I think we have mm-hmm. going on. We haven't mentioned dessert food. Do you guys do dessert food? Is that a huge passion we too? Do. We do. We we uh, we have a, a baker that comes in two or three times a week to, to make the desserts. Um, and you never know what it's going to be. I, I've kind of given her them uh, all the all the dessert bakers I've ever had. Give them creative freedom. So. Um, I think one of the favorites, all-time favorites that we cycle through quite a bit is um, the Butterscotch Blondie. It, it's a, it's kind of like a cookie, butterscotch cookie brownie. Okay. Uh, and it's delicious. Um, right now, I think we have some pumpkin spice that have been pretty popular. Uh, and then other than that, it's just kind of rotating through. Mm-hmm. So you talked about cocktails. Do you have any sort of plans to expand, maybe add a bar or a second location or anything like that? Yeah, the, uh, as far as, well, no. Uh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we're, we are Don't playing with anybody. the idea. Yeah, we're, we're, we're playing with the idea. Top we're, secret. We're, um, we, we've, we've talked to some folks and we're exploring the idea of trying to add a bar. Um, maybe a little few late night additions, um, more of kind of composed meals. Uh, to go with some cocktails. Um, again, talking to people, it's a slow process. We'll see what happens, um, see if there's anything there. Um, as, as far as expansion to second or third or fourth locations, um, if there's any investors out there that would like to, to pursue that, <laughs> feel free to give me a call. Um, you, you know, I don't have the funds to do that right now. Um, long-term goal, it's definitely on our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, on the short term, it's it's not on the it's not there yet. But if, if somebody wants to invest, we we could definitely talk about it. Was there like an ideal location in mind? Um, there's several places that I think um, I've heard that there is a pretty big demand. Um, you know, north and south of us. Okay. Um, I think there's there's definitely uh, room to grow if if uh, we get the opportunity. Yeah, definitely. I'm so, what's one thing you'd want to add to the menu that you don't currently have? <laughs> fries. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Yeah. What kind of fries, though? So we played with we we actually had them on a dinner menu for a little while, um, and uh, we just for the amount of work that went into it, you know, we were hand cutting our own fries, uh, you know, having to change the oil every couple of days. Uh, so loaded fries. I mean, that, that's the short yeah. answer. We we had like a. One of our most popular sandwiches, a turkey bacon ranch. We had a bacon ranch fries, you know, cheddar bacon ranch fries. Amazingly, you know, our ranch with the fresh herbs and spices, not from a package. Um, we also did a, you know, a loaded uh, pastrami fries, Scotty's fries, uh, with the Russian dressing and fresh pastrami on top. I mean, it was freaking good. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I would really like to bring back, um, and probably just like a like a blue plate special for dinner. You know, I, I think that's just one thing is 
you know, every other city I've ever been in, I, I talk about all these delis. Most of them are open all night or at least late night. Um, and they're packed at night. For whatever reason, Oklahoma, it seems like uh, I hear the comment, oh, that's just a lunch spot or that's just sandwiches. So, you know, we don't get the, the dinner crowd that the other cities always have for dinner. Um, so I'd like to maybe just do a blue play special, maybe a meatloaf, you know, a fried chicken, you know, just something to try to bring in people for dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, so let them have a beer. You know, there's uh, we have the best beer selection on the block. So 50 beers, you know, may, maybe be more of the beer bar for the area. But it's just hard to break that. Oh, it's just a sandwich shop when we call it a deli. So, yeah. Um, you, you know, maybe people will hear this and take us up on that challenge. I hope so. At least one. My dad could fly over for that. He listens to it. Um, so you, you stay open late, though, right, for the events that are next door with the we, tower? We, we try. try to. Um, you know, for big events, we definitely will. Mm-hmm. Most of those are on Friday, Saturday, so we're open until 9 o'clock anyways. Um, you know, we, we get the dinner crowd. They come in before a big show. We've noticed, um, you, you know, for the shows that are more for, you know, younger crowds we may not get the people in but you know for the you know our age and older mm-hmm. we definitely see an increase for those so we definitely try to stay open and cater to them yeah. put specials out for them make beer specials stuff like that yeah you mentioned the dinner menu stuff what do you cook for your souls like at home like what's your favorite like home meal Tacos. Babels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Tacos. Uh, do, I think, do, you, uh, do you do that though? Do you like cook at home as well as cooking here all day or do you always go out? Yeah, especially on Sunday. You okay. know, Sunday's the one day I take off. Um, I'm usually here every day. Uh, so Sundays we cook breakfast pretty much every week. Um, whether we do some fried potatoes or a hash of some sort, we've been doing some chilaquiles. Um you know for dinner we've been actually we, we usually grill stuff um, one of my favorite things to grill is a tri-tip I'm from California so mm-hmm. tri-tip sandwiches are a huge thing for me uh, we'll put that on the grill um, lately I've been on a chicken taco kick I don't know we've just been yeah. making grilling up some chicken and uh, putting them on flour tortillas with, you know um, we made onion rings yesterday for the first time at home that was fun Nice. A success. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a beer battered. It was fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah tri-tip sandwiches, you know, tacos, breakfast. Yeah. Any any plans to just make this like a brunch spot? You know, when we originally opened, that was, uh, that was on the list. Um, it was one of the goals. Um, we added three or four different brunch items, and... They did okay, but, you, you, you know, we didn't have the lines out the door, right. and so it was kind of one of those. It just went away with, um, y- y- you know, a lot of prep. When you do a lot of prep work um, and have to have people spending three and four hours getting stuff ready, and then you don't have people show up for it, it right. makes it hard to justify. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know with our homemade corned beef and pastrami, I don't know who could have a better hash, but... Um, we, we'd only sell a couple of days, so yeah. um, we, we tried. I would I would love to go back to it and, and revisit that. Maybe in the do future. like a brunch pop up at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good idea. We could set that up. <laughs> just be us two. We could set. They'll just come to the house on Sunday. I, 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 I do love. A, I, I do love a good hash. So oh, it's. Yeah. I'm telling you that corned beef. It's even better with the pastrami because the fat comes out and it mm. kind of just crustifies everything. I'm sold. Mm. Oh, 
I'm hungry the now. Fresh potatoes, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's one of my, like I said, we, we make fried potatoes at home a lot. You know, the German style fried potatoes. So, I mean, that's the base of any good hash. So, it's one of the best things ever. I know. Oh, it just sounds so good. Do you guys have any upcoming events or competitions or any, any, any big things planned you want people to know about? Yeah, Christmas is coming. Outside of the the, the early, early bird sandwich, sandwich is the, coming. the early bird is coming probably yeah. next week. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think uh, we've just been playing with the idea of adding a few more vegan options. They, there seem to be. I don't know if I should say it like this, but man, these vegans are crazy. Man, we, we posted a picture, and I think that was like our most popular picture ever with the most comments. Um, and I, I mean, if they're going to show, build in, they will come, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we're playing with some more vegan options. Okay. Um, we, we have some other ideas. We're not sure uh, if they're going to work out or not, so I don't I don't want to spread them too early. But you know, <laughs> um, they may or nay. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's going to be a huge surprise. Let's just leave it at that. It's going to be the best. You, apple guys, pie are, you guys will be one of the first to know. How's awesome! That? Can't wait for that. Um, no, but this. Thanks again for taking the time out to do this. Uh, third time's a charm. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this um, one was way, way better. I so mean, much better. I mean, I mean, they're not missing well, anything. We had practice. And exactly. I had all the questions. And you have all the questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, it's. Is there anything that you want to say to anybody listening? You know outside of just come in and try it because everything's made from scratch and it's amazing but coming from you is there anything yeah you know you know i would i think it just goes back to kind of like the whole yelp conversation but more so of you know there's an emerging food scene um sometimes there's a little it seems there's almost oversaturation at some points Mm -hmm. But I would just urge people to remember their favorite places and go visit them as often as possible because I think you're going to see people squeezed out pretty soon. Um, I've already seen a couple places close, and and just as a business owner, I don't like to see that. I want to see everybody do well. So I I would just say, you know, try to support local as much as possible. And if you think about a place or haven't been to a place for a while, go say hi again because you never know. Yeah. And... There's great parking here, so there's plenty of room to come back. Parking out. right across the street with a crosswalk, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right to our front well. Towers front door, twenty steps from ours. Yeah. Awesome. Well, again, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. I know everyone listening really appreciates it. Um, how can people get in touch? How can they follow you? Uh, you know, follow us on Instagram. Um, all of the information's on there. Or, you know, if you're not an Instagrammer, uh, Facebook will work. Um, and, and if you're not um, an Instagram or a Facebook person, Twitter will work. Um, or, uh, or you can go to our website, uh, which is scottysdeliokc.com. Uh, phone numbers on there. You can order online from there. You can Postmates on from all from our website. Um, it all goes through Google as well. Phone numbers on there. Uh, but, you know, if you're being lazy and just want me to give you the phone number, it's 405-604-8940. And you awesome. guys cater, right? And we cater. Um, would love to do more catering. Uh, we can build your own. You can, you know, do platters. Uh, we can do anything you want if you want. If you want to cater. Awesome. That that has to happen sometime. We have to. We just we just have to put our own event together and have them cater. No, definitely. We can figure that out for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, we really appreciate this. Um, yeah, follow Scotty's Deli and also follow Logan at Edible Excellence OKC. 
I got it right again. Let's go. I always miss something. Uh, And then if you're not already, follow us at This Is Oklahoma. But yeah, really appreciate it. Come by and leave a Yelp review. A good one. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast was produced by Mike Hearn and Ian Weston, mixed by Alan Brown, with music by Chad Duro.